Radio. Hey everybody, this is Steve. I just wanted to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's, uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy You were the best of the best But the proudest day of my life Was when you turned legit You started a family and you got out of the life. What's going on? Chris, come home. It's my brother. What happened, Andy? I was running something. And I dumped the package. You know, when I stopped doing runs, you promised me you were going to stay out of this. They're going to kill me. They're not going to kill you. Hoping you understand his family, maybe we could work something out. I'll give you two weeks. If not, I'm gonna come after the both of you. I'll come asking your wife for it, your kid. You think you're the only guy with a gun? Could you ever mention my wife and my kids again? Oh, done. You know what's gonna happen if you don't pay? You know the rules, right? I gotta try to fix this. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. So, what are we running? Currency? 15 million on four stacks. It's like the size of a Mini Cooper. Where are you going to hide it? Where is the faith? Oh, I lost my stripes now. I got to start from scratch. Have you ever been convicted of espionage, sedition, treason? Together. They're running something on my ship. Could be big. Takes money to make money. That's how I know. No, it's no point now. Say goodbye to your wife. I'm coming. I'm coming for you. We're going to war. Here we go. Open the container. Where's my wife? Never find that money. Pull the trigger. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are starting off Marky March. Yeah. With 2012's. Contraband. Oh snap. Yeah. But first, babe. Steve. I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. What? <laughs> well, I am quite sober. We have from a brewery 
just just Mississippi mud. Yeah. The black and tan pours, uh, Pilsner and Porter mix. Dating back to the 18th century England, the custom of blending pale and dark beers has kept the black and tan a favorite of experienced beer drinkers for centuries. Our famous recipe combines a robust classic porter with a fine continental pilsner, preserving the character of each while creating a classic taste that is legendary. Black and tan will bring you the best of both beers as they meet in Mississippi mud. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> this is a court. And it appears it was bottled in 2020. <laughs> no, okay. So we've had this around for a while. So I'm going to pop this top. <gasps> oh, my top. Nice, nice little twist top jug sort of thing. <laughs> I, I won't lie. I like the jug. Of course. And the pop it. Okay, are, are, are you drinking straight from the jug? No, I guess not. So I got a nice <laughs> little pour here, a nice little khaki-colored head with various size bubbles making me happy. Mm -hmm. Smells like a little green apple. Yeah. A little caramely. It is quite effervescent. Mostly getting the head on that first sip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we may be topping off. Uh, yeah, a little green apple. Not getting much in the way of the porter. Yeah. It's just kind of like a little, just like a pilsner, really. Just kind of. It kind of tastes like a, like a black lager. Like you get a, just a little bit of the like roasty notes, but then mostly it's just like clear. Yeah, yeah, clean. not not really hoppy. Just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just smooth. I say maybe a little roasty notes, but yeah, just kind of a all day drinker. Ooh. Go ahead and pour on that. Oh, there we are. Nice little. Looks like an auburn color, a little brownish when it comes out. Mm -mm -mm. Not bad. Mississippi mud, black and tan. Oh, yeah. Uh, Why are we doing Mississippi mud, Steve? <laughs> oh, because we're talking about 2012's Contraband. Yeah. Set in, uh, in New Orleans for, well, I guess about half the movie. Yeah, it's uh, based out of New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Satellites that, that, from there. That's the home port, we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from 2012, from director Baltazar Cormacor. Who's he, Steve? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, he's an Icelandic director. What? Uh, he did movies 101 Reykjavik, Little Trip to Heaven, Jar City, White Knight Wedding, Inhale, This... Mm -hmm. The Deep. I'm not sure which one that is. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of movies called The Deep. <laughs> another one might be coming soon. <clears throat> Two Guns. Oh, Marky snap. Mark and Denzel. Uh, Everest. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the Oath. Adrift. And then some uh, TV stuff. All right. Yeah, so there you go. But screenplay by Aaron Guzikowski. Was he, Steve? <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, well, <laughs> he wrote this. Mm -hmm. Prisoner, mm -hmm. the Papillon remake. Oh, so much butt smuggling. Yeah. Uh, eight episodes of The Red Road and mm -hmm. ten episodes of Raised by Wolves, which keeps getting advertised as something I might be interested in on various apps. So it's a Netflix original? <laughs> I think, I'm guessing so, yeah. Uh, this is also based on the film Reykjavik Rotterdam, or yeah, Reykjavik Rotterdam, uh, by... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Goddamn Icelandic names. Uh, Arnoldur Indresen and Oscar Jonasson. All right. But, of course, because it's Marky March, <gasps> this stars Sir Marcus Wahlberg. Oh, who's this? <laughs> uh, well, he plays Chris Faraday in this movie. Uh, Giovanni Ribisi as Tim Briggs. Kate Beckinsale as Kate Faraday, because, mm-hmm. you know, Kate. Yeah. Uh, Robert Wahlberg as John Bryce. Is that the dad? Did he get his dad to be in the movie? <laughs> Maybe. Who is John Bryce in this movie? Uh, ben Foster, Lucas Hawes, uh, Diego Luna. Wait, this- Lucas Hobbs? The Rock is in this? Lucas Haas, H-A-A-S, <laughs> his brother, uh, and, uh, and special guest star J.K. Simmons out of Woo! fucking nowhere. <laughs> right? <laughs> so good, though. So good. Guys, I, I love J.K. Simmons. So, babe, have you seen this movie before? <laughs> I did! With you! <laughs> and how did we come upon this movie? How did we come upon this movie? Uh, we got the Blu-ray DVD combo pack in one of our... Uh, one of our mystery boxes That's from Entertain right. Mart. And I was like, contraband? I don't think I've even heard of this one. Is is Marky Mark <laughs> doing straight-to-DVD stuff from ten years ago? But, <laughs> right? But, uh, yeah, we watched it, and uh, now we're watching it again. And <laughs> Man, what do we think? Let's find out. <gasps> All right, so we start off, uh, we're going down the Mississippi River, the Mississippi mm-hmm. mud. Yeah. Uh, there's a boat. Basically, there's this, like, uh, custom SWAT team with, like, helicopters and boats and shit, like, surrounding this ship coming down the river. Yeah. And uh, we see this kid. The Port Authority. Yeah, Port Authority. Yeah, they're they're, they're like, pull over, we're going to inspect your ship, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, we see this kid running around, like, pulls a bag out of his room is like running around trying to like ditch it somewhere. Uh, Everybody McCor- turns. There's people. There's dogs. That's they right. have a dog oh. dropped from a helicopter, guys. That's right. Oh, they yeah. That's right. The dog on the little uh, <laughs> the oh god. What would you even He's call in the it? Sling. The sling. That's yeah, the word. They yes. They dropped it from the helicopter. That dog looked like it was having so much fun. <laughs> Tongue hanging out. Hey, I'm gonna find me some drugs. <laughs> and then yeah, they basically they surround the kid and he just like starts lighting up a cigarette and blah 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 like hey, what's going on? We then cut to some somebody's wedding and Marky Mark's giving like the best man speech but it's basically like I just want to say something about my friend Charlie you're the best congratulations and like walks away that's it <laughs> and everybody's like oh clap 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 let the band play you know yeah he's there shooting the shit with some of his buddies there at the wedding uh one of them's like Ben Foster and he's like telling a story of like all the guys like oh man you remember when you were like the greatest smuggler in the world how how did you get a Ferrari through customs and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, yeah. This is some story about they, like, they took the guts out of it. They gutted and... it. They let the Port Authority, like, take the body. They hid the guts and other things that nobody gave a shit about. Uh, the buyer bought the body really cheap at the auction because it was just an empty body. And then they sold him the, they sold him the guts. Yeah. But yeah, basically, he's given up that smuggling life because he's got his wife, Kate Beckinsale, and and two yeah. little kids and all that shit. And it's like, yay, good for him. And then the, the kid from the ship, uh, we're, we're back to him. Apparently, he got released because, uh, you know, uh, he's meeting up with uh, Giovanni Ribisi, who's Briggs in this movie. And man, when I think of purely intimidating actors, mm-hmm. I think of Giovanni Ribisi. He's definitely not... 
this kid character in Gone in 60 Seconds or what? anything like that. No, 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 no. He's a bloodthirsty. Okay, his accent in this fucking movie. Is he trying to be Cajun or just like... I think he's just trying to be like, you know, a little southern sort of something or another, but he just sort of sounds like a dandy. <laughs> like a dandy who smokes like two packs a day. The thing he's trying to do just makes him sound like a high schooler who's trying to imitate a badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's really But not... I mean, it does work for this character. Like... I mean, it kind of does, like where he has to compensate with other things. Well, we'll see basically he the kid meets with him uh, i think we find what was the kid's name we found out later like andy or something like that something so, some little bitch boy looking 18 year old but <laughs> but he's talking to you bc and uh he's like yeah sorry man i had to had to dump the stash port authority was on it and uh briggs he just kind of walks away and he's like yeah see he's cool he's cool he, he understands blah 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 hops in his truck and then just runs into their fucking car and then we cut to like uh, yeah basically it's like okay cool you ran him out um and then uh we see marky mark uh his wife kate beckinsale is getting a call and she's like wait what he's where and so then we cut to the hospital and we find out uh the kid is uh, andy is her little brother or something and uh, uh marky mark's talking to him he's like what what'd you do what happened what what, what happened bro <laughs> how's your mother and <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the kid's like, oh, I had to, I had to dump uh, ten pounds of coke, and you know Briggs kind of took it out on me, blah blah blah. I told you not to run coke. It's the dumbest thing you could do. I'm sorry, Matt. I, I just need to make some of that money, and now I owe him like, what was it like seven hundred grand or some stupid shit? Something like they were like, saying later. Yeah, and I'm like, was... oh, that seems like a lot for ten pounds of coke. But you know what? I, well, I, don't, we'll, I don't know we'll the market it, value. But, but it's the like, oh, you're gonna charge me street value. Yeah, 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 true. Well, see, even a street value, I mean, we're talking like 70 grand a pound, which is like 150 grand a kilo, like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like a lot. How much per ounce, then? <laughs> per ounce, uh, about 10 grand an ounce. <laughs> yeah, Guys, like he just did that on the fly. Like, <laughs> no, no nothing, just brain. If I really needed to make money, the drug trace where I'd go. No, uh, so, yeah, basically with all these events, you know, now it's pulling Marky Mark back into the business because he's, you know, got to make it right with Briggs and, you know, make him money somehow. And he can't because, you know, he, I guess, dumped the drugs into the river and you don't want the drugs after that. So then, uh, you know, he goes to see Riggs and be like, hey, uh, you know, this shit went sideways. That sucks. But what can we do to make it right? And. This is where we get the whole, like, he owes me 750 grand, whatever weird accent he was doing. And then we cut to uh, Marky Mark and Ben Foster, like, an AA meeting. And I'm like, mm -hmm. wait, hold on. Is this, like, an AA meeting for uh, for, con for smugglers or that something? That seems to be yeah. a regular AA meeting Ben Foster's, like, going to. And Marky Mark's just like, hey, bro, I'm going to crash this. I, uh, yeah. I need hey, a bro, job. We, hey, bro, we got to talk about schemes and shit here at this AA meeting while other people are talking. And I'm just like... You're being an asshole right now, guys. <laughs> yeah, then uh, what happens over this? Oh, yeah, then uh, Marky Mark goes home and he sees uh, Andy or whatever, like, packing up a duffel bag or something. He's like, what are you doing, bro? And, and Andy's like, I'm leaving, man. I gotta run. I can't do anything right. Good luck, man. And, of course, Marky Mark's like, chill, bro. Look, 
you know what's going to happen is you're going to run away and then he's just going to come after us and we're going to set this shit straight. I might need your help, okay, bro? And, <laughs> by the way, guys, be excited for this much Marky Mark impersonation right? to get this month. Oh, It's yeah. not just going to be me, either. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Well, it's already not just you. It's true, bro. <laughs> How's your mother? Yeah, so then, uh, yeah, Marky Mark goes to see Riggs again. I don't know several hours after the last time but he goes to like see him at his apartment and uh briggs of course like pulls a gun on him. i'm like what the fuck you gonna do man huh huh you trying to run up on my shit and uh marky mark's like no bro i just want to talk and blah 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 and then briggs is like well yeah you go get my fucking money and then <laughs> you go get my money and then you come back around here now huh? and uh and if you don't then i'm gonna kill your family and that's when marky mark's like fuck that bro and like takes the gun from him and like throws his ass down some stairs and yeah. shit and then we see like brig's daughter come out like a little like i don't know four or five year old girl like daddy <laughs> and and they're, they're both playing <laughs> off like it's okay it's okay your daddy just fell i'm helping daddy, him daddy just playing He's like yeah yeah go back in the house sweetie yeah, go back <laughs> <laughs> i get one tea and uh <laughs> Yeah, you like call uh, Marky Mark calls his wife and basically is like, "Look, I uh, I gotta I gotta do this thing. I gotta I gotta go make this right. Otherwise, they're gonna come after us, and it's not gonna be it's not gonna be cool, bro." We get some drama with that because the wife's like, "You told me, you told me you want to get back in." It's like, "Well, your bitch boy brother got me back in. So what am I supposed to do, bro?" What? So what am I supposed to do? Raise your children while you're in jail? Look, my twin brother Gary Oldman can come and help you. And then we cut to the garage door opening, and we see little Gary Oldman. That, that, that's and, McConaughey. That what? That was McConaughey. That was his girl. Oh, shit. Am I thinking about Tiptoes again? God damn it. Tiptoes constantly. Damn it. Is it just playing on a loop in the back of your head 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Pretty much, because I was also just thinking, <laughs> what if Peter Dinklage is the French Marxist was Briggs? Oh, that would be such a different movie, and I'd be here for it. <laughs> Guys, it could still happen. Guys, make um, it happen. Look, Peter Dinklage may be out there uh, fucking over other little actors, so let's get him in as many movies as we can. <laughs> no? Alright, cool. So then, oh yeah, then um, Marky Mark goes to see his dad in prison, because, you know, he's, I guess, serving life for, I, I don't know, smuggling Love Guru DVDs or something. <laughs> and <laughs> and basically, he's like, look, look, daddy. Uh, I need a, I need you I need to ask a favor to, um, what was he? He like needs to ask him to get him on his boat that he used to work on or something like that. Like he knows the crew or the, I I don't know the manager or something of the boat, <laughs> like the second in command who like hires all the lackeys and shit. And like, hey, I just need to be able to get on your boat. And he's like, ah, I was so proud of you when you said you weren't going back into this, but now you're going back. All right, I'll do what I can for your family. Family. <laughs> so then we uh, cut to Panama, and uh, apparently Marky Mark got on the boat, and uh, and uh, you know everybody else is like, you know, he's he's running the guys he's worked with before, and they're like, hey, welcome back, buddy, and they're like, cool. What are we uh, what are we pulling this time? And he's like, no drugs, no drugs. We're uh, we're gonna do some other stuff. Uh, well, what has profit margins? Well fake pay you know fake currency always works pretty good let's go get some funny money you know we'll buy it there bring it back and you know put it in the circulation and that'll be great okay cool that's a plan i guess 
So then uh, we get a nice little montage of him, like, making a bunch of calls and putting a crew together. Yeah, they're going through and picking out the best crew for the ship. Yeah. Yeah, they need to set up the crew for the ship, and that's what they needed mm-hmm. the dad for, because he knew the guy that would basically just be like, yeah, sure, I'll get them all together kind of thing. Yeah, the, the dad know. knew the guy at the docks, or, like, the union guy who... Mm hires the sailors for the individual ships. That's right, they did mention the So union. they had to give That's the list right. to the dad so that he could give it to the union guy so that he could pick the crew for the captain. Okay, yeah, all right, cool. So then we get on the ship, hey. I guess we weren't in Panama. I guess we were still in New Orleans. Yeah, we're still in New Orleans. Then why do they all have Panama written down? Because they're yeah. going to Panama? I guess they're going to Panama. All right, cool. Panama! But they're uh, boarding Panama. it. Oh, 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 oh. So yeah, so we're boarding the ship. And who's captaining this fine ship? J.K. Simmons. Oh, snap. <laughs> Got a mustache and everything. He's fucking great. Uh, we see Marky Mark going to his room, and he, like, uh, you know, he has the money. I guess he's going to pay for the fake money, like, strapped strapped to his abs, like, under his shirt and stuff. So he, like, loses 20 pounds by, like, yeah. taking those off and throwing them in a bag. And then, uh, yeah, we get a whole bunch of thing where, like, he, that's right, he goes to, like, see everybody in the mess hall, and uh, Captain J.K. Simmons is, like, walking by, and he's like, what the fuck is this, uh, you know, Butch Faraday's son doing here? Get him off my fucking ship! And they're like, no, that's cool, bro. He's, you know, like, like, I guess the manager guy or whatever is like, no, no, cool, it's cool, he passed the background check, he's legit, you know, he's not doing anything, like, all right, well, he just got demoted to a uh, fucking ship's boy. He's going to be scrubbing shitters all fucking trip. <laughs> and uh, they're like, all right, cool, bro. <laughs> yeah, so then we get a whole bunch of things. Uh, yeah, they're, like, sneaking around, and they make, like, uh, they weld, like, this uh, this fucking compartment where they're going to be storing all the money later. It's, like, behind, a, like, a tool board. Like, they cut a section out so they can, like, stuff it in the wall or whatever. And uh, they start talking about, like, okay, we get into Panama, we're only going to be there for, like, an hour or two, so it's going to be a really tight schedule. Um, but, hey, you can do us all a favor and, uh, you know, make the engine not work or some shit, and that'll take a little <laughs> longer. It's like the chief engineer. Olaf. I freaking love Olaf. Yeah, Olaf's pretty good in this one, yeah. Yeah, and he's uh, like, no, that won't work. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. We want it to not work. I hate it when you mess with the ship. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I... I respect Olaf, yeah, because, like, he wants to be, he's part of the crew, he wants to get it done, but he doesn't want to hurt the ship. Uh, meanwhile, back in New Orleans, we see uh, Kate and the kids. They're just, you know, chilling at home, doing whatever. Uh, but we see uh, Briggs walking around outside. You know, he's always in his truck because, you know, he's compensating. And he, uh, <laughs> he then just, like, he goes to, like, the side door and, like, just fucking opens it like it's unlocked or whatever and i'm like yeah. okay well that's not a house in new orleans period <laughs> you don't leave unlocked doors in new orleans nope. trust me but he uh just walks in and kate like hears something like hello hello what are you doing in my house like just some fucking weirdo just walked in he's like no no it's okay it's okay you can relax i just want to play and then like two other guys like kick down the front door and the kids are screaming and she's going ah, get the fuck out of my house blah, blah, blah. And he, he like pins her, and he's basically like, "It's okay, I'll be real nice to you." I'll be, re-. and then the fucking other guys are like pulling guns on the kid and like yep. fires at once into a pillow. Yep, and then that's when mom just goes full mama bear and like 
elbows. Oh, yeah. Are throws like, Briggs off because he's like yeah. a buck twenty. Yeah, yeah. And oh, she like, <laughs> yeah, she elbows him across the room and then like tackles one of the other guys. And Briggs is like, all right, all right, guys, all right, guys, put the guns away. Put the guns <laughs> what are, away. What are you doing? What are you doing? Taking a shot like that? Come on. <laughs> I forgot we were fighting a vampire or a werewolf or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever the hell she was in those movies. She, are you talking about Underworld or yes. uh, Van Helsing? It can be both. <laughs> it can be both. <laughs> It can't they, be Van they, Helsing. She's a little too delicate, apparently. <laughs> God damn it. She was thrown off like 18 fucking buildings from the height of a mile. And uh, <laughs> what kills her? I don't know. Random tackle. Right. <laughs> well, because she had all the internal damage from being thrown off the building. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler alerts from an episode we did like two years ago. <laughs> Y'all, if you haven't seen Van Helsing, you weren't going to see oh, Van shit, I Helsing. Guess, I guess it was only like six months ago. <laughs> was, was it, it even was October? Was it yeah. October? Yeah, Dracula month. That's right. Oh yeah, October. <laughs> Drac Palins. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> guys, that's back in October. Check it out. Uh, but yeah, so after you know the guys leave, and I don't know, the kids are forever traumatized. Uh, she calls up Marky Mark, and uh, he's basically like he, he's like on the boat, like next to the captain, taking the call, and he's like, "Yeah, call 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 Sebastian. Call Sebastian. I got I gotta go." And the captain's <laughs> like, "Trouble with the missiles, huh?" Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then they're pulling into the uh, the port in Panama, and uh, I guess they, like, drain the oil or something out of it. So when they, like, try to slow down, like, the boat's not slowing down. It's doing, like, a full fucking speed two where it's going, like, five miles an hour directly at the dock. And, <laughs> and the captain's like, oh, damn it, but, 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 drop the anchor, pull the fucking brakes, do whatever. Pull, hard, pull the starboard, you know, try and do, like, fucking drift, Tokyo drift into the port or something. <laughs> Uh, so that happens, and of course at this point the captain's suspicious of shit. He's like, "God damn it! Somebody, somebody fucked with the the ship, right?" Uh, that's right. Even like ask Olaf, like, "What the fuck happened?" Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, somebody sabotaged it. Like, I, I don't think so, Captain. No, somebody sabotaged it. Where the fuck's Faraday? <laughs> <laughs> Bring me Spider Man. Right. Yeah. So the the guys, uh, you know, Marky Mark and uh, Diego Luna. That's right. They're the two. Uh, they like go into town. Um, and they're, they meet up with this guy that has a shit ton of cats. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Uh, he's the guy who's supposed to have like, seriously, these fucking bales or uh, what do you call it? Like a panel or whatever of, of like fake bills, like, uh, like a fucking crate, but you know, um, the, the, the uncovered crate, yeah, like uh, on a pallet. Yeah. It's on a pallet. Pallet. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, a yeah. pallet. Yeah. It is like, uh, like two pallets of it or something like that. Yeah. Of like straight cash, but you know, fake cash. And, of course, Marky Mark, he's like, wait a minute, this paper doesn't feel right. So he, like, grabs some iodine to test it. And he's like, what the fuck? You know this is no good? And he's like, sorry, man, it's the only paper I got around. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, what, what about, uh, you know, Rodriguez or something like that? Like, oh, he's out of the game. Gonzalo runs that now. He's the one that has the real paper. He's like, well, cool. Wait, that little shit Gonzalo I used to work with? Like, yeah, yeah, he's fucking crazy now, though, Holmes. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, we're, I'm going to go meet him at the warehouse then. Like, oh, no, you shouldn't. Like, hey, well, I got to because I got to get these bills. So uh, it's around this time, like, we are the, um, like an hour until the ship is leaving or something like that. Yeah. So we have a little ticking clock thing. Like, okay, he's got an hour to go to the warehouse, get the stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, it's also around this time uh, we find out that uh, Sebastian is, uh, his buddy Ben Foster is Sebastian. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Uh, he's working with Briggs. They're, like, working together to bring Marky Mark in so they can get a shit ton of money and, I don't know, whatever. Fuck, what happens here? Yeah, they get to the warehouse, 
Meanwhile, yeah. in New Orleans, Briggs like takes a picture of uh, Marky Mark's kid playing soccer mm-hmm. and sends it to. Oh, that's right. Andy's there too, little yeah. bitch brother. Yeah, uh, sends it to bitch brother with yeah, a voicemail a... that says like, uh, "If you don't get the drugs, I'm I'm here with your sister's kids. I'm gonna kill them all." Yeah. Like, have a good time in Panama. So, bitch boy has to go get some drugs. Yeah, he, like, takes the money that was going to be used to buy the fake money and just goes, gets drugs, I don't know. From Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, from, like, the other side of town or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he but he just, like, leaves, like, when he's supposed to be the one, like, watching the van and the money and everything when this all goes down. It's like, yeah. okay, whatever. Yeah, so then uh, back to Marky Mark at the warehouse, the, the guy who has the good version of the bills. Gonzalo. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, man, yeah, I, uh... You know, if you if you come and do this like gig with us, we're about to do here in four minutes. Uh, I yeah. give you this shit for free. Yeah, he's basically like like yeah, we're just planning on going to rob this armored truck. You want to come with us? He's like, no, nah, I'm good. I I just kind of need this the thing. Like, oh well, I'll I'll give you the fake bills for free if you come help us. And he's like, no, nah, I I'd, I'd rather just keep it this. I, I got a I got a ship to catch. And he's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And they're like. It, it, but you know uh, Diego Luna he's like looking for the money he's like I, I, Andy and the money are gone and he took the money they're gone they're and like gone. all of a sudden like guns are drawn and shit and like Marky Mark's like starting on the barrel and he's like that offer still stand about helping you out with that armor truck huh uh, we can work this out and I'm like okay this is a little bit of a stretch but well whatever. so like at this point I'm like oh he's getting played by everybody 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 yeah. is working together to play him like I'm pretty sure Gonzalo and uh sebastian have been communicating yeah. and shit oh, yeah, like that's, that yeah. yeah that's why i was like oh yeah the yeah gonzalo works for rodriguez and they you know they got a deal going with sebastian and oh yeah so yeah rodriguez yeah. with the drugs and yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, Rod- yeah I'm sh- i feel very confident the way everything plays out that uh rodrigo uh works for gonzalez and gonzalez is like yeah he's gonna show up his money's not gonna be there because they're buying you know, drugs for me, so you gotta, so, you know, make him work for free for uh, this other gig you guys are doing. Okay. That's, yeah, I, I, based I totally on how everything it. else played out, that's what I assumed, that they all had to deal with Sebastian, and they were like, yeah, how can Briggs, we get, yeah. how can we make him do the most? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, we also find out, okay, and now it's ten minutes until the ship's leaving, and I'm like, there's no way they're gonna rob an armored fucking truck, drive across right. town during rush hour, hop on a boat in ten minutes. Come oh, on. and find Andy. Oh, well, fuck Andy at that point. Uh, but yeah, they basically, like, like their part in the armor truck thing is they're driving the van that I guess is going to block the armor truck. Like, like an armor truck would ever stop for a fucking van. Uh, so yeah, it rams the van. Right? They, they go flipping a little bit. And then, like, all these other cars come in and start rat-a-tat-tatting. And, oh, that's right, there's the scene where the guy, like, puts the explosive on the back of the truck and explodes, yeah. like, slow-mo. And he's like, Steve, can we talk for a moment about the cruise masks? Oh, the fucking duct tape mask. Yeah. I'm like, how is that going to fucking help anyone? Their faces are all duct taped up. It's kind of awesome. Yeah, and, and guys, when we say they're like all duct tape up, it's like, um, oh God, was there an episode of like Sunny in Philadelphia where he had like two wraps of like duct tape around his head or something? Like, like, like it's like one across the nose and one across like their chin. Yeah. And that's like all it's blocking. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's like, like their the, hair's still waving. It's like the way the, uh, the guardians of the Book of the Dead in the Mummy ninety five. Yes, masks. yes, yes. <laughs> They're too beautiful to cover up. Exactly. <laughs> Make sure those eyes pop. No, uh, but yeah, they basically like they blew up this armored truck and got inside, and there's like nothing in there except a painting, um, and it. Okay, looking at it, 
it's a painting of a white background and somebody spilled uh-huh. some paint on it. Yep. Of course, I mean, you're like, okay, it's a Jackson Pollock. Why <laughs> Why is this in Panama and why would anyone really give it's a shit? exhibition, my darling. I guess, but... Uh, of course, the cops show up immediately. Like, oh my god, the co- it's like the cops were following the armored yeah, car. Like were, it had an armored escort. They're like 40 seconds behind it. And, they're like, yeah. sur- and, and it's like in this area where there's like a bunch of like freeway overpasses and shit. So they're like surrounded on all angles looking <laughs> down. Like, you know, just opening fire of machine guns. And uh, like I said, Marky Mark and uh, Diego Luna, they're like still in like a toppled over van. Like, yeah, they're like on really their side trying to like un- unbuckle themselves. Yeah, they're trying to unvan. Right. Uh, meanwhile, Gonzalo and everybody else are like getting lit up, and like firing Dude, back and taking out cops. Is falling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and eventually, um, Gonzalo like hops in like a truck and starts driving off. Yeah, it's it's the like armored pickup that they they the crew brought with yeah. them. It's like a Mad Max pickup truck. It like, is. They just yeah. have like a little cattle pusher on the front. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. so I think that like maybe one of the idea like they use this thing to ram other cars off the road during other gigs yeah yeah like right. the, it's when, when they make the escape they just yeah. like push them to the side yeah. yeah but yeah so gonzalo drops off and marky mark and diego luna they just like jump in the back of the truck <laughs> and right and then yeah eventually yeah what happens uh, diego uh, gets shot in the neck but he keeps driving oh gonzalo gets shot sorry gonzalo yeah, yeah gonzalo yeah. gets shot in the neck and keeps driving yeah but yeah so they jump in they start driving they get back to the warehouse Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, oh shit, he's dead. That sucks. Right. And so then they hop in their other van, which has the, the fake bills in it, so they can make the mad dash to get to the boat. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that's right. And along, at this time, too, they also uh, grabbed the painting from Gonzalo. Like, yeah. like, like it's cut out of the frame and, like, rolled up at this point. Yep. So it looks basically like a fucking, I, I don't know, tarp. <laughs> like, or yeah, like a little piece of like canvas. It looks like a drop cloth. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and yeah, so they have that thrown on top of the bills, and uh, they do a little mad dash through town. Da, 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 da. Are they gonna make it? Are they gonna make it? Oh, that's right. And they take their IDs off of uh, Gonzalo's corpse oh, too. Yeah, because right, he was Gonzalo holding them. Right, yeah, uh, and yeah, they're making calls to like all the guys in the port and like everybody in the port who's on their take is like, like the budget for this this heist. Must be huge, because, like, they got people working everywhere who are just like, oh, there's a guy walking slow on the road, I gotta stop this, uh, was it the, like, little forklift, because I can't load anything else into your boat, so you can't leave just yet. Yep, yep. Like, everything. (laughs) Meanwhile, the captain's like, you know, it's costing us, like, $10,000 a minute for us to be here in this port, or whatever, like, (laughs) we're getting fine, this is bullshit. And he's, like, yelling at Otto, who's, or... Olaf, Olaf, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, boss, uh, we get it up soon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, eventually they pull the van in and they like pull it into one of the um, containers. Containers. Yeah. And then there's like a whole thing of like the container being moved with like them inside, but the doors didn't last. Oh! So now the doors are wide open and we got Diego Luna like hanging out the back of the van <laughs> with the doors open outside like the open stunt. container doors. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I'm like, well, yeah, they're fucked because just a little imbalance and whoop, there you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the Marky Mark doesn't have the van in park, so it starts to yeah. roll backwards. Yeah. And so he's got to like shoot it forward. Like drive forward to balance it out and shit. Yeah, yeah it's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. They did a, they did a good, good little job with this one. Yeah. Eventually, you know, the container gets set in. They, like, lock the doors, blah, blah, blah. Oh, but, but they have to, you know, they have to move the um, the, money. Uh, the money out. Like, so they're, like, handed it to one guy who's, like, handed it to another. Like, they, they put it on a little 
pallet mover and like trying to maneuver it through all the containers. Uh, meanwhile, the captain gets a call like, "Hey, uh, customs says a couple containers come on late. They want us to double check." He's like, "All right, let's go do it." So they're heading out the containers to check as they're like cleaning out the van because the van's got blood in it from uh, Gonzalo yeah, and shit like so that. It's freshly cleaned. Yep. Uh, but yeah, long story short, they get through it just fine, just in the nick of time. Yeah, the so so the captain gets there with the inspection guys, and they're like, "Yeah, it's just a van with like some painters' tools, and uh, yeah. smells freshly cleaned." And the captain looks, and he's like, "Well, seal it up. We'll have customs uh, give it a double look over when we get back to the states." There you go. Many um, yeah, meanwhile, they're like hiding the bills in that uh, that wall compartment that they made behind the tools. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep, cool. So then he goes back to his room, and Andy's there, and he starts beating the shit out of Andy, as he absolutely should. Oh my god, yes. He's like, where the fuck do you go? Where the fuck do you, where the fuck's the money? And Andy just plays the voicemail on speaker for him. Yeah, yeah, basically he's like, yeah, see, I had to get the drugs, otherwise they were gonna hurt him, and blah, blah, blah. So, I'm a little whiny bitch boy. So then, uh, Marky Mark has to make a call to Sebastian, like, make sure the kids are okay, and all, you know, tell him, like, hey, Briggs is hanging around. Making threats about the kids, you know, keep an eye on that shit. Maybe your kids should just come to my place. And, and he's like, oh, so you got you got drugs? What what about the money? He's like, yeah, I'm going to end up dumping the drugs, though. He's like, what? Why would, why would you do that? Don't dump the drugs. They've got your family. Right. You don't, you don't want to mess with this, man. Just just do what they say. Just just do what they say. So then Sebastian, after hearing this, he goes to meet with Briggs, and he's basically like, look, uh, I need you to get uh, Marky Mark's attention to make sure he doesn't uh, dump these drugs. And I'm like, okay, well, that's the number one way he's going to find out you're it on this, because you're the only person he's told. <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. but, you know, not thinking that far ahead. So basically, uh, Briggs gets in his truck, goes over to the uh, restaurant or whatever where uh, Kate works, his wife. And apparently, one side of this restaurant is what looks like a fucking, uh, it's, it's like, a, like a garage door, like, like, one of those like glass garage doors you can like roll up or whatever. You're giving me a weird look, like you have no idea what I'm talking about. Like where, where the truck goes through the restaurant, like it, oh, like like the restaurant looks like yeah, it yeah. used to be. A, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It looks like a, a, one of the an oil change place or something. Yeah, it's one of the the like bay doors. Yeah, yeah for like a, like an auto garage. Okay, yeah, okay, bay okay. Doors, bay doors. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's it. Sorry, you were just like it was a glass and it was a door that goes up. <laughs> my my brain like. I don't know what my brain was picturing. No worries. Well, I was yeah. picturing a gull wing. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't remember that in the movie at all. It's like a fucking DeLorean. Yeah. <laughs> right? But it's a restaurant. No, no. It's the one that rolls like a curtain. No. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, basically mm-hmm. crashes the truck through that window and, like, I don't know, goes over and, like, grabs fucking Kate's head and, like, bashes her face into a mirror. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And meanwhile, he's yelling, like, you tell your husband not to dump the drugs, okay? You tell him! You tell him! And, like, <laughs> just, like, beat the shadow over, like, she's probably got a concussion. You might want to write that shit right? down. And, by the way, like, kudos to Kate. She's not giving in to these fuckers. Like... Yeah, she's like, I got the fuck out of here! <laughs> and, th- and then Sebastian's there, like, three seconds later as, right? as Briggs is driving off. And I'm like, guys, it's so fucking obvious he's in oh, on this. She, and she's starting to catch on now. Yeah, yeah, like, not, well, so at first yeah she's but just also like, not. <laughs> so at first she's just happy to see somebody who's not beating the shit out of her chased well, him off. yeah, true, true. And then she was like, wait, you've been drinking. How did you know where we were? Yeah. Get, kids, get <laughs> you, in my car. Have you been driving around with my children fucking drunk? He's like, no, yeah. no, well, maybe. Oh, and she throws in a little, like, how did you know we were here? Like, what's... Yeah, yeah. She's suspicious at this point. 
Yeah, but she, uh, I don't know, she's suspicious, but like not really doing. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Is she all right? She's suspicious, but she. Her husband keeps saying, like, trust it's my okay, body. It's okay, trust Sebastian, he's so a big like, yeah, yeah. like, we've all been in those situations where it's like, I don't trust this guy, but everybody else here does, so I'm putting myself in a situation because y'all are saying it's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, so she takes the kids and, like, leaves them with her friend that I guess works at the restaurant or whatever. And then she goes to uh, Sebastian's apartment. That's right, she's, like, getting clothes or something at Sebastian's apartment. That's right. And uh, Sebastian's there, and he's fucking drunk. He's like, hey, Kate, Kate, hey, hey, hey. And, like, kisses her, and she's like, ah, what what the fuck, bro? And, like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Chris, you know, uh, Marky Mark's gonna be fine, you know, he, he'll, but I'm, I'm just, we're just friends. We're, friends kiss, right? Shh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kissing my friend, yeah, yeah just get and in And she's, here. like, push him away and, like, runs into the other room. And he, I'm like, gonna call my husband. On you. Yeah, and he starts like kicking all the doors in his house. <laughs> right? I, I love by like the third one, he's like, ah, you're, "Why are you making me break all the doors in my house?" <laughs> um, and she like locks herself in a bathroom, is like trying to call uh, Marky Mark, but he kicks the door as she's like, I don't know, faces like two inches from it, so it like pops her in the face, and she <laughs> falls back and like hits her head on the bathtub. And there's, like, a streak of blood, like, immediately running down the bathtub. And he's like, oh, you should have been near the door. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and and he's, like, like moving her head a little bit and stuff. Like, hey, wake up, wake up. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Like, she's not moving. She is out. Out cold. And then Sebastian gets a call, and it's from Marky Mark. And he's like... I know who you are. I know what you've been doing, motherfucker. I'm on to you now. You're the only. You're the one who tells them blah blah blah, and I'm gonna fucking kill you. And so Sebastian's like, "Oh, cool, bro. I'm really fucking drunk." Click. And so he calls Captain J.K. and is basically like, "Hey, you know Maki Mark? Yeah, he's got some shit going on uh, on your boat." And he's like, "What? That motherfucker needs to pay the toll like everybody else to run the shit on my right. boat." <laughs> right. And I'm like, "That's the realest fucking captain I've ever seen in my life." Right? Like it, it, the scene is so perfect because he was—he's like outraged, but he's like, "What? They're bringing shit on my boat without paying me?" This is bullshit. <laughs> and it's just like, "Oh, he's in on it." All right, well, I'll get his shit and I'll get all those drugs. Whatever. I'll, I'll get customs on his ass. And then we get to Sebastian doing all of the drugs. Like, he's been drinking, obviously he's shit-faced. And then he's, like, snorting coke. I swear to God, he's gonna, like, shoot up heroin and pop a right. couple mollies. <laughs> like, like, whatever, man. So they uh, they raid Marky Mark's room on the boat. And they're, like, you know, obviously looking for drugs. Like, hey, I got, a, I got a hot tip that you got some shit in here. Where is it? Where is it? I don't know what you're talking about. Don't I'm give just, me that bullshit. I'm just a ship's boy. I just do clean the floors. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll let's look around. This motherfucker's got something on here. Uh, meanwhile, uh, yeah, then like as soon as he leaves, Marky Mark like sneaks into the sneaks into the captain's office to like get the keys out. Customs is called. Oh like, uh, yeah, like Sebastian calls customs and is basically like, "Hey, there's a ship coming in. It's gonna have a whole bunch of illegal shit going down. You should check him out." <laughs> and I'm like, "Wait, what? Right? This is only screwing him over, right?" I, I mean, it's it, it's it's. Obviously, I guess, I, it's obviously screwing Marky Mark over, but it's screwing everybody over. Yeah. But like, I, like well, Briggs is going to be pissed. Sebastian's not going to get anything out of it. Well, see, so this is why I figure, I mean, we know it's because he's emotional and mad at Marky Mark, but it's like, if he's as uh, as connected as, like, 
I think he is, like, with all panel on that. He's got quite a few drug dealers, smugglers, whatever. He's got a whole fucking ship crew who... Yeah, like, wait, you narked on this guy? Well, Shit, nobody's... we can't trust you. If thieves, the deal goes know. down, the... nobody's getting paid. Yeah. You know the oh, yeah, quickest yeah. way to get shot? To not yeah. pay someone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah shit. <laughs> One way or another, Sebastian was going to get his, but... Uh... Yeah. Oh, that's right. And this is the scene where we see uh, Marky Mark with the keys, babe. How does he make copies of those keys? Oh my god, with an angle grinder. Yeah, probably the most unrealistic part of this whole thing. Like, I mean, we say angle grinder, not like a little fucking Dremel or whatever. Like, no, no, like, no, like, like a like a giant drill. Like, like he was like using. Yeah, it's like, like a hand saw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's got yeah. like the two things nearby. He's like. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, this is how you fuck up two keys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Sebastian's got other problems now. He's made all the calls. Now he has a dead wife lying in uh, his bathroom, so he uh, wraps her up in a tarp, and uh, <laughs> and basically he's heading out to a uh, construction site, because you know, I, I guess he's like the head foreman on a construction company or something like that for his legit gig. I don't know what. Yeah, that's his cover company. I, th- I think he's supposed to be like the owner-operator. Yeah, meanwhile on the ship, they searched all the spots, and they're all empty, so they gotta let... You know, Customs has to let everybody go. So we see, like, Andy being let go with his duffel bag. Um, and, of course, Riggs is sitting there waiting for him in his truck. And so they chase him down, and they're basically like, where's the money, Lebowski? And, uh... <laughs> oh, that's right. And they're, like, interrogating Marky Mark in, you know, their interrogation room at Customs. And they're basically like, what's with this van? He's like, what van? I don't know what van you're talking about. Like, yeah, it's owned by... It says here it's owned by Jim Mikowski. Like, yeah, well, he died in 2004, so whose van is it, asshole? He's like, I honestly have no idea. I'm just a ship's boy, dude. I, you know, I clean toilets and shit. Uh, so they have to let him go. Yeah, he's he's got nothing. Yep, and of course, Briggs is sitting there, you know, with uh, Andy in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, come on over here. I was going to say, uh, we're cu- it's cutting between a bunch of different scenes. Uh, some of Marky Mark's crew are just loading his... Uh, his carpet cleaner full of, still full of liquid in the back of a, of a truck yep 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 mm-hmm. so then uh yeah briggs uh basically is talking to marky mark and he's like hey where are the drugs and he's like you got no drugs you got, it was for the funny money that, that was the deal or you know whatever like we'll get you your fucking money and like andy's in the back seat and I, basically briggs is like talking shit for whatever reason like i want my money now and fucking Marky Mark just like busts, like oh reaches God. in, pulls his ass out, starts beating him in the fucking By street the way, like he should have a long time ago. Some of the realest, like the realest script work here. Briggs when when Marky Mark is pulling him through the way, he's like, "What the fuck? The fuck?" You hear the two guys in the van like, "The fuck are you doing, yeah, fuck bro?" Are you doing? And it's like, yes, that is how everyone would react. When... By the way, <laughs> this is all going down like I don't know. 20 yards from customs agents oh, and shit yeah, like that they have right? not left the main gate yeah yeah they're yeah. right there like within brightly lit area within eyeshot but yeah it starts being the shit and like one of the guys like fires the gun to get marky mark to stop and it's like <laughs> look if you shoot me and then you're, then you're never gonna get your drugs or any of the money so let's go and uh basically um marky mark takes into this house that we saw earlier Marky Mark's legit gig is he does, like, security systems for homes. Yeah, he has security installation. And this was one of the homes he had worked on or whatever. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I think it's supposed to be that same house. 
because we find out who's there later it's like the owner but it was another old guy that was there before no i don't think it's the same house but it's like that, it's the, very similar layout yeah, yeah with yeah, facade because yeah. it's the, ri- but, the rich part of town yeah uh, yeah maybe it's like the neighbor or something okay that makes sense but uh yeah it takes in place like oh yeah i got the, the drugs and stuff in here you know have a seat, have a drink, whatever, I'll be right out. And we see, like, the silent alarm, like, flashing or whatever, and, like, cops are on the way. And, uh, yeah, he's like, I'm going to get the drugs are out here in the garage. Uh, I'll be right back. Uh, yeah, you know, have some whiskey. And they're like, ah, oh, thanks, man. And he just basically, he, like, pulls into, uh, he has a car waiting out there, gets in yeah. it, opens the garage, pulls out, and just drives the fuck off. Cut to about 30 seconds later, J.K. Simmons comes walking down in his fucking <laughs> underwear like, what the fuck are you guys doing in my home? <laughs> hey, old man, you could just calm down. We're just counting up money. Hey, just calm down and have a drink with us. It's all right. And he's like, shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of here. And it's about that time, like, the cops are showing up and shit. And the best part is, like, <laughs> okay, so the cops show up. They're taking everybody. And I'm like, why would they take J.K. Simmons? Oh, because there was a shit ton of drugs or whatever on the table in his house. Yeah. And he's like, I just came downstairs. Those motherfuckers were <laughs> shooting up in my house. This is bullshit. I've had a long night, you know. Kind of <laughs> right? Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> uh, what happens? Yeah, Marky Mark, he's, like, looking for his wife. Um, he, like, goes to their house. She's not there. He goes to, ends up going to, like, Sebastian's apartment eventually. And he's, like, walking around there, and he sees, like, you know, a bunch of the doors and shit have been kicked down and stuff like that. And so he's, you know, trying to get a hold of Sebastian. Like, where's my wife? Where's my wife, motherfucker? Yeah, eventually it's, like, the next morning. Yeah, so the next morning, um, we're at the, the construction site, and the, you know, the uh, the crew's showing up. Like, all the guys with, like, concrete mixers and shit. And Sebastian's like, I want you to do the South Corner. Like, uh, like first things first. And they're like, well, we gotta move all of our shit. Just do it! Like, he's still fucking drunk or tripping or whatever. And uh, Marky Marquez figures out that, I guess, he's checked everywhere else. He might as well go check the construction right. thing to see if they know where Sebastian is or whatever, at least. <laughs> yeah, he basically goes in. He just basically, like, kicks open the door, starts beating the shit out of Sebastian yeah. in his office. And he's like, what's my wife? Where is she? And he's like, she's gone. And he's like, what? And fucking decks him again. And he's and- like calling her phone and okay yeah. this is probably the most bullshit part of this movie i'm not gonna lie more bullshit than the key cutting scene yes okay even more so than that because what happens babe he hears the phone ring he hears her fucking phone ring from like a hundred yards away at a construction site where they're pouring concrete right there's oh four by the way she's she's yeah. in this the she's like wrapped up in the tarp in the area where they're dumping the concrete yeah they're but, like pouring a foundation for a shed or something yeah also a fun fact they're going to check that hole before they start pouring concrete yeah she's just like plopped on top yeah just right in there like she's not even like buried under anything else or whatever it's like <laughs> like the guy that would be like guiding the concrete would be like hey mike there's uh some bitch wrapped up in plastic in here or something <laughs> you know but yeah so anyway so he hears the phone and he goes running over and he's like because they're already like pouring the concrete and stuff too which i'm like Okay, so how is he hearing the phone again? Don't worry about yep. it, Steve. Turn that thing off. Turn that piece of shit off. I hear my wife. And he's, you know, he takes out the support and like he opens it up and like, oh shit, she's wrapped up in a tarp and there's blood and shit. I call an ambulance. Call, call an, ambulance. an ambulance. Didn't you just have a phone in your hand, Marky Mark? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, where's that? Oh, I had to set it down and now it's covered in cement because I didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> Don't worry about it. 
How's your mother? But uh, she's still alive. Oh, so yeah. Then we cut to uh, the other guys that were on the boat. They're like on a like a little fishing boat or whatever now, like in the river. And like, all right, these are the coordinates Marky Mark gave us. <laughs> and all of a sudden, a whole shit ton of the uh, like these shrink wrapped like things of the the funny money start floating to the yeah. top and they're like oh just like he said oh shit we're going fishing quick grab them throw them in the boat and i'm like okay there are like thousands of these like pallets right? of dollar bills on the mississippi river and i'm like nobody else is using the river at this time there isn't one, one of them person? one of them natchez steamboats going down or i don't know a customs boat because they're 50 yards from the port yeah uh, like okay cool go cool. happy ending get it all a italian job and and we go to the hospital and i'm like oh shit kate's gonna be in a coma like nope she's alive and talking and definitely no ill effects no she's good she's good and then we get a scene where uh we see sebastian uh he's in prison so he goes to talk to uh marky mark's dad (laughs) and marky mark's dad just gives him a look and like walks away um and then i assume they cut out the scene where he was raped to death in prison immediately after because they had like the guys like oh, circling him <laughs> he oh he did <laughs> uh so then we go to an auction hey this van's being auctioned all that shit going on and uh yeah basically little uh shit kid andy he buys the van mm-hmm. yeah they get the van and uh you know there's that uh that little canvas in the back seat yeah uh and then we cut to marky mark meeting up with uh, this guy that showed up at the wedding at the beginning i guess he's like the the smuggling kingpin or whatever but you know he like used to work with marky mark and he's like i expect you out of the business blah 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 he ends up buying the fake bills for like three million bucks and uh he's like hey uh so you heard about that uh pollock painting that got robbed in panama he's like no, I don't know anything about that, bro. He's like, yeah, you know, something like that. Go. And Marky Mark's even like, yeah, what's what's the value on something like that? And he's like, hundred forty million. I'm like, hundred forty million dollars. Fuck you if you're gonna pay hundred forty million dollars for a fucking Pollock painting. Guys, I I can sell you some art for like twenty bucks. I, Hit me up. I can come on a canvas. <laughs> Guys, we can make it happen. We even have some mini canvases, like twenty five. Yeah. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you want 140 bucks? I'll come on that canvas. <laughs> Guys, you heard it here. You can have Steve's Biologicals on a canvas. That's right. I'll bleed on it a little bit. Like, I'll pull a hangnail or something. It'll be great. Uh, but he's like, oh, wow, 140 million. That's like 20 million on the black market, right, bro? And like, yeah, something like that. Oh, cool, cool. Oh. Anyway, gotta go. <laughs> Oh, that'd be real good for whoever has that. Yeah. So they go back to the van, <laughs> and it's still just wadded up in a fucking ball in the back of the van. Oh, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, you're going to have to, like, try to restore that. And that painting's fucking ruined, guys. I don't give a fuck that, what you say. Uh, yeah, that... It's you just ruined a $140 million painting. Right? But what's the next scene? Oh, they go to a fucking beach house, and uh, the whole they family's have, they get out there. They to start there. a new life, because they have $22 million. Yeah! Fucking Woo! roll credits, man. That's contraband. Babe, what did you think? I actually really like this. It's not a bad movie. <laughs> as much as we've, like, sort of ragged on it, it's fun. <laughs> the pacing is great. It's yeah. The, it's absolutely the right length. 
it's almost two hours. Like, like it was like an hour 55 or something like that. You know what, though? Like, it's edited enough. Like, there were no parts in the movie where I was like, oh, my God, move it along. Yeah, it, it doesn't really lag, and there's a lot going on, especially yeah. with, like, all the different subplots, like, the, you know, the, the Panama job and the yeah. you know, shit with the Briggs in New Orleans fucking around yeah. with the family it's, and it's stuff. It's a great big, uh, great big old heist movie, guys, but I, I love a good heist movie, so... Yeah, it, it's not exactly like an Ocean's Eleven kind of, like... Ooh, what's going on? What's this little thing mean? Whatever. But it's got a couple things in it that are pretty sweet. Cast is good. You know. Yeah. Yeah, can't hate on it. Yeah, check it out. Um, I mean, we have the Blu-ray and DVD, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's streaming somewhere for like two three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. <gasps> oh, babe. Steve. But when we come back, mm-hmm. we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, <gasps> and what we learned from Contraband. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits, buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hi guys, we interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait, isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we, I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah, where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com. Slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean. And you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. Hey, everybody. This is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hey, Stephen Izzy, it's your old pal Mark Summers from the Nickelodeon Days, Double Dare, and many other shows. But uh, I'm here to say everything I learned from movies is unbelievable. What a great job you guys have done. Please tell me you don't feed Twinkies to the cats. And we're back. Oh, my God, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have ever added. 
in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. I think it's better every week. Oh, babe, I don't know about you. I'm, I'm a little thirsty. Oh, well, aren't you lucky? Because we have famous Mississippi mud, the second half. Oh, well, yeah, it is a big jug. Let's just finish that off. Then. <laughs> top off my cup here. The pour. Thank you, beautiful. I'll give you a little top off uh, when that settles down. Still a pretty good beer. Mm-hmm. Still the same aroma, still the same color, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Babe, would you be interested in any fun facts? I don't know, Steve. Are they super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. Well, I like to think so. <clears throat> hey, babe. Steve. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. What do you think the critics thought of Contraband? Do the critics think of Contraband? Apparently some did. Like I said, I I didn't know this movie came out. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good little heist movie. And it's a good little Marky Mark movie. He's been in much worse movies. Mm -hmm. We'll get to it. Uh, I'm going to say 45%. Ooh, close. 51 (gasps) with the critics. Oh, shit. But what about that audience? The important one. Oh, uh, 72. 57. Just a little higher. All right. All right. A $25 million budget, U.S. gross 66.5, worldwide gross 96.3. It's a hit, and we have never heard of it. Yeah, how did we miss this? I don't know, man. How did we miss this Let's boat? Let's 2012. Yeah, shit, I don't know. Uh, director Baltazar uh, Cormacur, mm-hmm. the director, he was the lead actor in the original film Reykjavik-Rotterdam from 2008. And then he directed right. this one, yeah. Did we watch Rick Dash? Nope. No, 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 I'm just saying. He he was, uh, the film that it was based on or whatever, he was the lead in that. And then okay. he went on to direct. Uh, he was the Marky Mark role in that one. Okay. Yeah. In a scene at the harbor, Kate Beckinsale is required to say, say goodbye to Mark Wahlberg, put their kids in the car, and drive away. Only when they came to shoot the scene did they learn that Kate doesn't drive. Hmm. Kate Beckinsale doesn't have time to be driving. She ain't got time to drive. This is one of two 2012 movies starring Mark Wahlberg as the hero and Giovanni Ribisi as the antagonist. Babe, any guesses what the other movie was? What was the other movie? I don't think we saw this one together. Um, It's Ted. I haven't seen Ted. The one with uh, Mark Wahlberg and the talking teddy bear? I haven't seen Ted. Okay, I must have watched that one by myself. But uh, yeah, apparently Giovanni Ribisi is the bad guy in that one too. All right. And the painting stolen appears to be one colon number 31, like O-N-E colon number 31 by Jackson Pollock. The actual painting is in the Museum of Modern Art in New York City, and it has an undisclosed insurance value, though it is estimated to be in excess of 200 million fucking dollars. 200 million dollars, babe. That sounds right. Babe, yeah. if, if you can convince people to, to do it... Untidyvenus.etsy.com. It won't cost you $200 million, guaranteed. Yep. Just saying. Better name fucking Pollock out there. Anyway. <laughs> Steve, mean, why are you shitting on the artists of our generation? Not my generation. Steve does... NFTs only, baby. Guy... Speaking of bullshit <laughs> markets. Right. Don't get scammed. Don't buy crypto. Don't buy NFTs. Uh, but if you guys really want the highest entertainment value per buck, get Steve drunk and take him to an art gallery. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I am a cheap date. <laughs> 
we once got really drunk on mimosas and then went to my school spring show, the most <laughs> prestigious event the Academy puts on every year. And I remember very specifically, Steve walked up to something and went, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> class, class, class. <laughs> and then he was like, oh shit, the artist might be right here, right? Eh, whatever, they're an asshole. <laughs> it's something along those lines. Whatever, I'm sure they're the only one that can answer that question, so. <laughs> I'm a patron of the arts, people. Yeah, I'm I a remember, baby. Steve, not one of my pieces ever made it in the spring show. I know, because it's too damn good. That's why I see it. <laughs> well, babe, now we've reached the most important part. Mm-hmm. What did we learn <gasps> from Contraband? I learned that Steve really hates Jackson Pollock. <laughs> Look, I got nothing against the asshole, but... Yeah. <laughs> Look, I heard he wasn't a nice guy either. Oh, what? He, an artist who has horrible people skills? Get what? the fuck out. No! <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently, I learned you could just wad up a fucking Jackson Pollock painting, throw it in the back of a van, uh, drive it through a couple walls or some shit. Guess what? Still worth $200 million. So the drugs were in the carpet cleaner, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That was the yeah. They hid the drugs in the carpet cleaner because I guess that masks the odor from the dogs or whatever. Um, and that's right. And that's right. He had that in like the car at the house at uh, the captain's house, I guess. Yeah. When that, that's right. And so he pulled out the drugs and they were kind of there on the table. And he's like, "I'm just gonna go get something out here. I'll be right back." And drove off. That's right. Yeah, he ended up with the coke diluted in carpet cleaner. Yeah. Uh, what else? Did I oh, I also learned uh, you can test. Uh, Test currency with the iodine. Make sure it's mm-hmm. the right paper. Yes, the starchless paper. Um, I also learned duct tape masks. That's the way to go, baby. <laughs> By the way, guys, uh, if you've never worked retail and like never gotten to use those little pens to mark up the uh, to see if the bills were real, uh, fun fact: you can like people bleach like ones and fives, and then it'll pass the pen test because they've printed a twenty or a hundred over that. Uh, always hold your bill up to the light and there will be a watermark of the dead guy's face. I'm not going to say the president because they're not all presidents, but a watermark of the dead guy's face. Make sure the guy, dead, the dead guy's faces, the printed one and the watermark match. That's how you can tell it's a real bill. There you go. Public service announcement. Yeah. And yeah. fun fact, uh, older bills don't all have watermarks. So sometimes you got to look for other things, and often travelers from other countries will have surprisingly old bills because their grandparents or whatever saved them, and American currency hasn't really changed all that much. Like we haven't, like yeah, you know, we haven't switched between like francs and euros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say, what was it? Big faces was like what twenty five years ago is all like yeah. like mid late nineties. Money looks so much faker now than it ever has. Yeah, before. it really does. Holy shit. <laughs> like this fifty has the number fifty written all over it. Uh, speaking of money, okay, so you, <laughs> we recently just did a trip out to California to get a little uh some of Izzy's like family stuff or whatever. Pick up the last of the family heirlooms before the family estate is sold. And baby you I found say, a fat stack. <laughs> Apparently I found my grandpa's World War Two notes or something. Yeah, a bunch of stuff like uh Philippine pesos and like Look yeah. like dollar bills, but from like the Japanese government or so, something. Oh, so I looked those up. Those uh, when the Japanese government collapsed during World War II, the, the that was the currency printed by the interim government. Oh, uh, like the after World War II. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, when we yeah during bombed, the re- during the recovery or yeah, whatever. yeah during the recovery, okay. there was an interim government before they like reinstated oh. the the people. So yeah, so it was basically it, it basically was just money to spend at the bases. Yeah. By the way, they, <laughs> yeah, they all look like you know they're the green like like um, look like American dollars, but yeah. it's like wait, these are weird. These like fake you know monopoly money kind of things. And right? looking through and it's you know pictures of you know Philippine presidents and stuff like that. Yeah. I assume. And, so I know my grandfather was in Korea. He was in the Korean War, so... Yeah. Well, but, but this could yeah. have been, like, any of the uncles or whatever. Yeah, or, or, you know, going to any other base out there or whatever yeah. and just picking up some on the way. But it was, it was pretty sweet. And right? Because <laughs> we were watching this movie smuggling movie, like, immediately afterwards, <laughs> and it's like, wait, what's the exchange rate on... You know, five Filipino pesos, and it's like, uh, don't don't even worry about it, bro. You're don't, not. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I, it's better I, to look at than to actually exchange. I looked at like even if they're in pristine condition, they're only worth about twenty bucks a piece, and ours are not in pristine condition. So. Oh, oh well, now we're talking. Still twenty a piece. No. Well, that's pristine, and ours are not. Okay, so what? <laughs> probably what, what, five like to 18? eight. Five, no. to, <laughs> five to eight, probably a piece, uh, a bill. We don't have an entire fucking box of them. Yeah, fucking stack. (laughs) Well, babe, thank you for watching Contraband with me. Thank you for picking Contraband for me. And thank you for listening out there. Hit us up on all the major podcatchers, but more importantly on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything everything I I learned from movies. Uh, Babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I also have an Etsy shop where I sell my goods and wares. And hey, hit me up. Message me if you want any like special deals if you want steve's bios <laughs> biologicals <laughs> yeah. <on canvas. laughs> you want you me know. to nut on a canvas and make it colorful <laughs> fuck i was actually thinking with those mini canvases i should get some pet safe paint and have the pets do some painting oh shit there we go you can have a cameron original yeah with the little stinky beans yeah little stinky kitty beans <laughs> So yeah, uh, untidyvenus.etsy.com. Yeah. And I'm also over on Patreon at Untidy Venus. Come join the Sticker of the Month Club. Join the Art of the the Art Print of the Month Club. All, I have all kinds of fun clubs on there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Shoot you right down. Over your feet. Talk that talk.